Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to up-level their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey, Savvies. Welcome back to another episode of the Savvy Social Hour podcast. I'm here today with Eden Freed. Eden's the digital product lady. After bailing on her plan to attend law school back in 2016, despite paying her seat, deposit, securing an apartment, and dropping thousands on textbooks, Eden decided to try her hand at entrepreneurship instead. Since then, Eden mastered the art of making a full-time income with digital products, things like eBooks, courses, workshops, etc. Eden is a rebel. She believes that you shouldn't need to work for someone else in order to pay your bills. So she's dedicated her life to inspiring and teaching other rebel women how to turn their passion into a digital product they can sell and make an income from online. She's the host of the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast and the founder of Rebel Boss University, a membership community where she teaches rebels how to create and launch a digital product within 90 days. When Eden's not at work, She can be found at the gym throwing around some moderately heavy weights, emphasis on the word moderately, or rewatching an episode of Friends or How I Met Your Mother for the millionth time. So I'm so excited to have Eden here to chat today all about the power of tripwires. So let's just dive right in. Hi, Eden. Welcome to the show. I am so excited that you're here and I cannot wait to chat about all things tripwire with you. So before we dive into the episode, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and just how you got started doing it all. Okay. Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on your podcast today. We have a really cool conversation in store for you guys. So a little bit about me. So I have kind of like a weird story. My entrepreneurship journey started a few years back when I was actually originally enrolled to start law school. Um, I was like, I had my seat deposit paid. I had actually enrolled or I had applied to 13 law schools. I got into all of them, picked one, paid my seat deposit. I started purchasing textbooks. I got an apartment in New York City, the whole nine yards. But when I was at my brother's wedding in Europe, he kind of was like, what are you doing? Why are you going to law school? Why are you going to take out a quarter million dollars of debt just to pursue something that you think like would be cool for you, but you're not really hundred percent sure. And this was coming from my very entrepreneurial brother and at his wedding where he had all of his entrepreneurial friends and all of them were agreeing with him. And it kind of sounds like peer pressure now looking back, but it totally wasn't because basically they were just introducing me to the idea of working for yourself and starting a business that's really in line with what I want to be doing and what I want my life to look like. So long story short, while I was at my brother's wedding, I called my boyfriend at the time, he's my husband now, to say, just kidding, I'm not going to law school after all. I'm going to start a business. <laughs> the very next day, I launched my blog, and I've been doing this ever since. Um, it's been like it's been three years now, which is kind of crazy to think about. Uh, obviously, there are lots of ups and downs, but a few months into blogging, I found digital products. I launched my first course, started selling that, made a lot of good money from that and realized that I was just going to focus 100% on digital products. And now that's that's what I do. I've had so much success with digital products that I teach other creative women how to turn their passions into a digital product that they can sell online to their people. I love that. 
I love that. And I love that your brother is also an entrepreneur because like a lot of people don't have that. Like for me personally, like no one in my family did that. It was like super, like everyone's super traditional. So I didn't even know it was an option for my, I mean, I guess you kind of weren't even considering it either, but I didn't even know that was a thing. Like I was like, well, I oh, knew yeah. like brick and mortar stores. The obvious. And I think that most people are probably like you. I got lucky in that both of my parents are entrepreneurs. My brother's an entrepreneur. However, growing up, I saw them running these businesses and my brother was always running businesses as a kid. Like we used, when we were younger, he used to, we lived on a golf course. And so we would go hunt for golf balls and then we would sell used golf balls on the golf course. <laughs> and um, he was always like the CEO of those little companies. He started like a, a, um, a dog poop cleaning company. <laughs> we would pick up dog crap from people's lawns and get paid for it. He was always a CEO and I was always an employee. And so I kind of got in that mindset where, you know, I didn't get that gene and that was fine. It was kind of disappointing at times. So I felt like I, you know, I wanted more with my life than working for somebody else, but I felt like I didn't have it in me. So I definitely needed to do a lot of mental work to kind of come to terms with myself that it's not a gene. It's just something that you're either willing to do or not willing to do. And I made the decision that I was willing to try it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I, I, that's so right. Like you, you can either do it or you don't, but it's, it's not like it's like, mentally put into you when you're born, you know? So just right. one of those things you realize, okay, I want to put in the work or I don't. And that's okay. What, whatever path you take, that's perfectly fine. But, um, you know, taking the entrepreneurial path is a little bit more scary, but I think it's a lot more exciting because you're building something of your own. So absolutely. So yeah, that's really cool. I, I like your story. And, um, I love hearing everyone's stories cause everyone kind of comes from different things. I mean, some people have like a similar, like I went corporate, I hated it. That was my journey. And I hear a lot of that. So I, I like, yeah, that's really cool. Um, that you were just like, okay, I'm just not doing this. I'm just gonna be like, I law school. I am starting my own thing. So awesome. Cool. Um, so let's just dive right into the topic at hand. So I'm not sure if everyone listening knows what Tripwire is. I feel like it's not really talked about that often. Like I see it sometimes, but then other people don't really know what it is. So can we just kind of talk about what a Tripwire actually is and how it can benefit us in our business? Oh yeah, I'd love to. So I mentioned before that I'm the digital product person. Like I love digital products and I teach it. Um, and if you guys are listening and you're thinking, you know, I, I've heard digital products are great. It's awesome to make passive income from them, but I'm just not there yet. It seems so extensive. It seems so involved. Well, tripwires are going to be really, really interesting for you. Really, they're interesting for everybody, but especially folks who are nervous about digital products in general. So a tripwire is a very, very, very low-cost product that is sold uh, for a very limited amount of time. So let's say you have like a $47 workshop, like you've recorded um, a 90-minute workshop on a specific topic, and you usually would sell it for $47. Maybe it's got some workbooks accompanying it, whatever it may be. It's $47. You could turn that product into a tripwire product. So the way it works is somebody would sign up for your lead magnet, which is also known as a freebie, opt-in, whatever you call it. And immediately, once they sign up for your email list, they're taken to a thank you page that says, hey, thanks for signing up. Do you also want to grab this for a limited time? And there's a timer on that page. You can grab it for just $9, but you have to get it before the timer runs out. Otherwise, this offer is going to expire. 
Totally. So yeah. there's a lot of power with a tripwire, which we can talk about. But um, yeah, it's one of those like really easy to create things. You just take a product, discount it, slap a timer on the page, and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I love tripwires specifically because it's just like an easy way for your person that is coming to you for this freebie to say yes to a low no-brainer price. Um, and then once they get into that and they fall in love with that, then they become like a forever fan basically because they're like, okay, cool. I got this for nine or $10 and it was amazing. I can't imagine what her more expensive content is going to be like. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, uh, I like that you said no brainer. Some people also call this like an easy yes offer. Whenever you put a price on a product, there are instantly more objections that people will have. You know, if it's a free product, that's behind um, like an email sign up. then the one objection is, well, I don't want to give my email. Um, but if you start charging a price, then people are like, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> but if it's a product that really solves a, a problem that your target customer is experiencing and they really want to solve that problem and it's super low cost, especially if it's discounted and there's a timer on the page that's constantly counting down saying this offer is running out, this offer is running out, then it is that no-brainer offer. For sure. Yeah, I love that. So when it comes to trip buyers, I know it should be obviously like a price that it's like you just feel like you have to grab it because if you miss it, it's just you're completely missing out on such a good deal. So what is kind of the typical price of a trip buyer and then how long should we have that um, price available? Yeah, that's such a great question. So, you know, usually when it comes to pricing a traditional product, um, people will say price based on value, right? Um, they're saying, you know, whatever you think the product should be priced at, double it or triple it. With a tripwire, there is a sweet spot. And people love it when I tell them this because it kind of takes a lot of the thinking out of pricing your product. So usually a tripwire will be between seven to $25. And I would say the sweet spot would be either $9 or $12. And those numbers are uh, strategic. Obviously $9 is less than 10. Um, $12 is like, is less than 15. So it's just, it doesn't feel like a lot of money. Like if you're scrolling through Facebook and you click on a link to download a lead magnet and you see this while you're laying in bed, I might add, cause this has totally happened to me before. Um, you're not going to like struggle to type in your credit card numbers and pay for a $9 product that's going to really help you. Um, so it's very, very low cost. However, it has to be discounted from something. So it's not just $9. It's $9, but if you don't buy it now, you're going to have to pay 47 mm -hmm. or you're going to have to pay like 67 or even something like 25 so it's always discounted. Um, and then you asked about the timer. So usually the timer would be set for anywhere between 10 minutes to 20 minutes. I've seen some timers for an hour, but I think that's way, way, way too much time, especially when it's like a really low cost offer and it should be a no brainer, easy yes. So I would say definitely no longer than 20 minutes. My timers are almost always set for 15. Yeah, I do 15 too on my own because I think that's like a perfect time. And right now I'm doing $15 for 15 minutes, but I think I'm going to experiment with 12 now because I did have it at nine and that was like really good. And I was like, well, people are buying this at nine. Let's see if I can up it a little bit. And like when I hit 15, it kind of like evened out a little bit. So I'm like going to 
experiment with going back down to 12, like a little yeah. bit lower and then see like if that helps. Again. It's always so good to test like that because you just never know. I remember I had a tripwire way back and I priced it at $7. And then I was like, oh, I wonder, could I make it nine? And then I made it nine. And then I made it 12 and it just kind of uh, kept climbing up a little bit. And I noticed, noticed the higher price didn't negatively impact the conversion rate at all. Mm -hmm. so definitely experiment. Yeah. I'm just curious, like if the 12 is going to be more like triggering for people than the 15, because I mean, I'm still getting decent sales on 15, but just mm -hmm. like curious if that'll like, even like, even a, like a month at the 12 will help um, increase. Yeah. You never know until you try. Yeah. And it's just like who, I mean, it's who does, I don't really, it's not like $3 a person is really going to impact me if I make more sales at the 12. So, um, mm -hmm. definitely. so obviously we, I have a tripwire as well. Um, and it's actually one of my better, best selling pro, uh, digital products just because it's such an easy win for people. But how can we like capitalize on tripwires? Do you recommend having multiple tripwires depending on the opt-in or do you just put your focus on one tripwire? Okay, so this is such a great question. I'm really glad you asked it because it really shines a light on what the goal for a tripwire is. Now, obviously, tripwires are very low cost. So you guys are not going to be getting rich off of a tripwire. I'm super sorry to burst all of your bubbles. Must get a lot. <laughs> um, you might get some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you have like tons of traffic and you're converting like a really high percentage of your traffic, which would be amazing. In that case, like I stand corrected and please let me know your success story. But most people are not going to get rich off of a tripwire. Um, the goal for a tripwire is to convert your leads into customers as soon as possible. So studies have shown that statistically people who buy from you once are far more likely to buy from you again in the future. So the goal should be for you to try and get your brand new leads to buy something like buy that no brainer, easy, yes, tripwire offer immediately, because then right off the bat, you have that solid relationship with them. You'll, you'll be able to woo them with your tripwire offer, and they're going to be far more likely to purchase your more expensive product. So to answer your question more specifically, I really recommend setting up one funnel at a time. So usually your tripwire is not going to be your only product. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you're going to want to set up a more expensive product that you could get rich off of. Maybe it's a $97 product, $197, $297. You can go up as far as you want to, right? Like your imagination is the only limiting factor here. So that being said, I would recommend nailing down what you're like dream and product offer is. You don't have to have it set up yet, but once you know what that is, you'll be able to take a step back and say, okay, what's like a bite-sized tripwire offer that I could create here? Um, and you can also sell it separately beyond just the tripwire, right? It should be discounted from a more expensive price that you can sell separately. Mm -hmm. uh, and then from there, set up your lead magnet that's specifically related. Now, people get distracted in their business all the time and they create so many different lead magnets and they create so many different blog posts and they've, and they've got thousands of categories on their blog. And so they're thinking, they're listening to me talk, talking about tripwires and they're like, oh, I should make a tripwire for all of them. No, no don't do that. <laughs> like one thing at a time, master one funnel, get all the pieces in order, put it, string it all together. Uh, start turning a profit on that, tweak it to make it even better. And then you can start thinking about other ways to add to your business. But there are people making six figures, a year, six figures a month who are just working on one funnel and that can be you. So I would say don't lose focus, just one at a time. 
Yeah. And I'm at that point where like the one tripwire that I have is already like automated and doing well and getting sales every single month. So I'm like kind of ready to move on to the next thing. So I think that's really good advice because if you try to spread your inner, like your, your time so thin, you're not going to see success on any of them. It's just going to be a bunch of like divided time and then not, you know, you're not going to make as many sales as you want because you're trying to like keep up with all these things. And I love that advice. Like don't make one for every single blog post. Like um, for me and mine's a social media manager toolkit. So it can be applicable to so many things and I can sell it. Like, you know, I have a social media manager freebie checklist that people download. So that's when I um, share that. But um, you know, if I do some other type of um, freebie, then I could add a second one. So say it's like a productivity freebie and then I could do like a productivity bundle or something like that as a tripwire. So you just have to make sure that that one product that you're selling as your tripwire is like ready to go and already making sales before you shift your attention to something else. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like the biggest hypocrite in the world over here because I definitely have multiple tripwire offers. Um, but that's just like, this is me telling you from my experience, what I would have done differently. Um, you know, back in the day when I started with tripwires, I got like drunk off of the excitement of that, like passive income. Like, honestly, if you guys have never made passive income before you, you don't know what it feels like yet, but the first time you make your first sale, Mm -hmm. You're just so excited because like, you're not usually working. I remember I was like sitting on the toilet. Yeah. That's like my, this is a TMI. I'm sorry guys, but I was just like scrolling, um, checked my email and I saw that I made my first sale from a tripwire and I was like, Oh gosh, I got to do this over and over again. Right? Like you just get so excited about it and you should get excited about it, but get excited in a way that's very focused and strategic. And that's not going to spread yourself thin across multiple funnels, but it's going to just like hone in on one funnel that can be super successful. Totally. I love that. And yeah, it is always like when you're not actually working, like for me, it's usually like randomly, like when I'm sleeping or something, I know it's like very cliche, like make money while you sleep. But like, that's usually when I like do get the money. So it, it's cool. And like, you know, $9 a person isn't that much, but if you continue to put it out there and continue to get people opting in and you're going to, you know, it'll be pretty decent. Um, and it's not, it's not a mate, like, it's not going to pay your entire lifestyle, but it'll definitely help. Like, you know, you might be able to pay off your convert kit or one of your mm-hmm. smaller expenses every single month because of your tripwire sales. So yeah, it's just eliminating an expense. Yeah, absolutely. I actually, so I also started using Thrivecart. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with it. It is definitely an expensive software, but, um, you know, this is my business and, this is what I do 100% of the time. So I invested in Thrivecart. And the cool thing about a tool like Thrivecart is that you can have order bumps. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have ever like seen an order form and seen that flashing box, like you're already on the order form because you're going to buy something. You're putting in your information. It says the price is, let's say, $12. And then there's like a flashing box that says, oh, but you can also add this on for just $9. Um, just, you know, click this box and it will be added to your order and delivered. And, you know, I've started to do that with Thrive uh, Cart and it's been so amazing because 98% of the people are choosing that option. So suddenly now my $12 tripwires are becoming more like $22 orders. And that does add up really significantly. Yeah, it does. So if you have a tool like that gives you that capacity to do something like that, then, you know, that's something to consider as well to make it even more lucrative. 
Yeah, and I, I use Kajabi for all of my stuff pretty much, and they have a feature like that as well. I actually haven't taken advantage of it yet, but um, I've been looking at it and saying, like, oh, I need to do that. Let me, we'll do that next week. And then it's like, okay, I'll do that next week. But it's something like, you know, just like a little extra amount of money, it just, it adds up. Like you said, $22 from a person. Like that is going to add up quickly if you have, you know, a handful of people purchasing every day or every week or whatever. And like I mentioned earlier, like, even if it's not a huge amount of money, like if it pays off what you're paying in expenses, then it's totally worth it. Cause then you don't have to do anything to work. You don't have to worry about those. Cause you know, they're already paid off pretty much every month because you have enough people um, purchasing that tripwire. Oh yeah. It's yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> Very powerful. That's the way I look at it. I'm like, okay, cool. I paid off convert kit for this month or okay, cool. I paid off like this, you know, you know, $37 for a deadline bill this month or whatever. So, um, it's really cool. So mm -hmm. I, did, did you use, I know you did a summit. So did you use a tripwire for your summit? Okay. Really good question. <laughs> um, so my virtual summit, most virtual summits are free, right? Um, and in order to get lifetime access to it, you would upgrade to an all access pass. So a lot of summits, they don't immediately advertise the all access pass, but for my summit, Immediately when someone signed up the, uh, for the free ticket, they were taken to a page that says, do you want to upgrade? And it was a limited time offer where if they upgraded to their all access pass within the time frame, within um, 20 minutes, or it might've been 15, I don't remember exactly what it was, then they would also get access to another bonus. So in that way, the all access pass and the little bonus was a tripwire. And most of the people who upgraded to an all access pass did it within that first 20 minutes of signing up. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had that for our summit too. And it was really nice and helpful. And so you didn't lower the price. You just added an additional bonus is what you're saying. Yeah, I didn't lower the price, but I add an additional bonus. Uh, I will be doing it differently next time mm -hmm. where um, I wouldn't say like I'm lowering the price, but it's the lowest possible price. Okay. So um, if you sign up within the first 15 or 20 minutes, you would get it for um, 40 or you'll get it for $67. And if you don't buy in that time, it's $97 and okay. go up to $147, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of lowered. It's like, cause you don't advertise that 47 and yeah, exactly. For that one time period. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I think that's really helpful. And I think it's a, I think that's a way a lot of people get sales during their summit too. Like, cause for us, that's like where the majority of people ended up purchasing. Like they didn't, like there was a couple of people who purchased like during the week of, but that was like way less than the people who did it beforehand with the little tripwire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had like, um, we had over 200 people sign up for the $47 or for the all access pass mm -hmm. and about um, 200 even signed up within that first 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So and like, I think a, a very, very small portion upgraded afterwards for like a more expensive price. Yeah. So that goes to show you guys how, how lucrative these things are. And our, and our buyers are smart. Like, if they see that, they're like, okay, cool. Like, I don't think this person is going to put it for any lower. So let's just do it now because waiting till later is kind of, it just is more money for them. And I'm sure they don't want to do that. So they're like, all right, let's take advantage now. And, it, and not only does it help you, but it, you know, it helps them too, because they're not having to pay like $97, which is a lot more expensive than, you know, a quick 47 for all the things that you get from a summit. So, 
Yeah. And, and just to put things in perspective, we were talking about pricing of tripwires earlier where I said $9, $12 is kind of like the sweet spot. For the virtual summit, the tripwire was technically $47. Mm-hmm. So that obviously had a little bit more marketing. So it was a true sales page. Mostly tripwire pages are going to be pretty small because it's such a low cost offer and the consumer doesn't need that much information. Totally. But it was more expensive. So I had a lot of information about what it was, answering potential objections and showing the value incentives of purchasing. But yeah, it's a... That just that's an example of a tripwire that was more expensive and made a significant amount of money in a very short period of time. Totally. And I mean, they're already getting a lot for free with a summit anyway, because they're getting all like the presentations if they watch them in that select time frame that they don't upgrade. So it's like, you know, why not pay 47 to get the presentations for more than 24 hours and then like extra bonuses. So definitely yep. a no brainer for people. <laughs> I know myself when I really know that I have no time in a week and I really want to watch a summit, I will buy it because it's usually like 47 to 67. I'm like, oh, that's no, that's nothing to get lifetime access to these people's videos because they're all like amazing or something so yeah and i'm planning my next summit now already and um it's still a few months out but this time around i'm stuffing the all access pass with even more Mm -hmm. um and i'm offering bonuses from our speakers so they're basically contributing their paid products and a lot of their paid products are valued at like way more than I'm even going to charge for the all access pass. So I had somebody already contribute a $200 product. Yeah. People are going to be able to buy that, the all access pass with that plus all the other bonuses for yeah. $67. Like it's crazy. If you think yeah. That. Yeah. Those bonuses make it like a complete no brainer for people, even though the price is higher than the traditional type of tripwire. So yeah, I guess the, the, the lesson here is it's got to be an easy yes offer and you need to really communicate how much value is inside of that. Yeah. Like, you know, like on sales pages, traditionally it says like, you know, this is going to be a $500 value and this is going to be a blah, blah, blah value, but you can get it today for only a blah, blah, blah. So like, mm-hmm. you know, just that really is effective, especially when you do have like some really high priced offerings for like a really no brainer deal. So definitely. So whenever you are, are this is not really about, it's kind of about tripwires, but not really. So whenever someone doesn't like purchase for your tripwire, but they still opt into your email list, obviously, um, do you, how long do you wait to like retard them with that same thing at the higher price? Okay. Good question. Um, you usually, so I use deadline funnel to do this. Mm-hmm. So basically deadline funnel, um, knows when people opt into my list and will assign on the back end of their profile, a, a date. So if they were to opt in, um, today, the date would be like seven days from now. Okay. So if they haven't purchased it, they would get on my email list tag that they haven't purchased and they would have that new deadline associated. So I would usually within seven days is a little bit too short, but usually within 10 days, they would start to see that offer again at the higher price. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of related, but not really. So I was just curious how you do no, it. a that's a great question because we're saying like, this is a product that is discounted from something that's more expensive. So are you actually selling that separately? Some people are not really selling their supplier yeah. separately, um, yeah. but I, I usually do. So I, do I have it all set up for it. Yeah. Yeah. But this kind of also goes back to the whole idea that you don't want to lie about your tripwire. Totally. Like if you're saying that it's, you know, a different price then have it available 
somewhere else for that higher price. Mm -hmm. And you also want to make sure that the offer that's being offered on your tripwire page for a limited time isn't accessible after the timer expires. Yeah. Because let's say somebody looks at that offer and decides not to purchase it, but then they find it again later on and they can off they can purchase it at that low tripwire price. They've lost a certain amount of trust. Totally. And that's really, really important. And that's also a very scary thing in the online world where there's a lot of people who are kind of scheming, you know, for things. You yeah. want to make sure that you have like strong trust. So make sure that page is locked down. So you do need to have uh, the type of technology that's going to really lock things down and make sure that you are true to your word. Totally. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that. And like the thing is with people who don't sell it on their website after the fact, but say that they do, it's like, why wouldn't you like you're miss you're potentially missing out on like a $47 sale. Um, because you know, when someone didn't buy at like nine or $12 or whatever. So it's like, why wouldn't you put that on your website? That just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I've had people. So like I've had this where I've had a tripwire that was priced at 47 regularly. I offered it for nine in the first tripwire, but then I also had a second tripwire set up. So mm -hmm. like you were asking if people didn't buy the first time around, what happens to them? So they would get offered it again at $25 okay. and um, people bought, like I, it wasn't an equal amount. More people bought the first time than with the higher price, yeah. but there were still people who were buying it. Yeah. So that just goes to show that there's definitely, that that's definitely a potential for you if you're interested. Totally. Yeah. No, I love that. And I love how you were, you know, open to answering questions that like weren't on the initial like list and not hundred percent directly related yeah. to tripwires because yeah, I just think that's really helpful because a lot of like, there's a lot of logistics that go into tripwires. It seems like it's like super easy. I mean, it, it is pretty easy in comparison to like a full blown, like regular product launch, but yeah, there's definitely some things behind the scenes that, um, you know, take a little more time uh, than people think, especially if you're like setting up email funnels after the fact, like, okay, yeah, these people bought, well, what are you going to do with the people who didn't buy, you know? So. Oh yeah. Cool. Well now let's dive into the three questions I ask everyone who comes on the show. Um, so what does it mean for you to be an entrepreneur and what is your favorite part about it? Okay. So for me, being an entrepreneur means that I am not only the CEO of my business, but also of my life. Um, so that ties right into what my favorite part about it is that I get to call the shots and make the rules. So for me, I am very much the type of person who doesn't really enjoy a lot of routine. Um, and I don't like to be told what to do. And I don't like to do the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. So I love to be able to just do what I want when I want it. And that might make me sound a little bit spoiled or snooty or whatever, but I think in a society that's constantly telling you what you need to do and when you need to do it, um, you know, I need to break free from that. I, my entire brand is surrounding, but it's, it's the whole idea of being a rebel and I a hundred percent am a rebel through and through. So the ability to rebel against society's norms and do what feels good to me is probably the best part. Yeah, I love that. And I think a lot of people, entrepreneurs are like that, especially because they're like, I don't want the same mundane day in, day out routine every single day. Like, you know, they want something new and fresh and being an entrepreneur, no matter if you do products or services or a mix of the two, your, your days are going to be different every single day, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like life is so short. This is getting really philosophical and stuff, but really like you're not guaranteed tomorrow. So why are you going to spend today doing something that other people tell you to do? Yeah, no, I agree with that. And I am not really a rebel. I am a, a type one Enneagram, if you're familiar with that. So I'm very like, 
calculated and a rule follower and stuff, but I definitely was a rebel when I decided to start my own business because that was not something I ever considered and it's not something that I normally would have done um, in the past. So So you got a little bit of rebel blood in you. Yeah, just a (laughs) tiny bit. (laughs) Cool. Um, So what is your favorite tool that you use in your business? Um, Just this can be anything that comes to mind, um, but that you just feel like you couldn't live without. Okay, so here I am breaking rules. I'm going to give you two. Um, So the first one would be Deadline Funnel, which I talked a little bit about already. It makes all of my tripwires possible. I used it as an integral uh, part of my virtual summit, and I use it in all of my evergreen funnels. Um, Locks things down. I can use uh, timers and all of my emails and sales pages, and they're all going to be in sync with each other, which is super, super cool. So that's number one. And my second one would definitely be Asana, which I know that you love, Jenny, uh, because we talked about this on my podcast, but Asana just keeps everything in line. I have started to hire a lot of team members and being able to communicate with all of them and work in that collaborative environment in a virtual sense is extremely important for my business. And it also just keeps me in line. Totally. Yeah. I love, I love both those tools myself. And I think it's really important to have something like Asana, you know, especially as you're getting a team, because it gets harder and harder to communicate to people what you want to do. If you don't have like a hub where you can put everything in and assign it to people and stuff like that. So I'm a huge proponent for that. Um, as everyone on the show knows, uh, I love me some project management tools, um, and, just tools in general, to be honest, but yeah, cool. And then lastly, who is your go-to business resource? Just someone who always produces content that you are always, you know, consuming or, you know, just people that, just someone that you look up to and feel like they always have the right answers. That's a really, really good question. And honestly, I don't have one person. Um, I will say that I've created a community for myself, um, which is, you know, where I go when I'm struggling. And it's also, it's also my membership community, which is kind of funny. Um, But I have a membership site where I teach people all about digital products. And within that community, we have a mastermind. And inside of that mastermind are people obviously who look up to me, but I also look up to them. And I think that in the online world, you know, there's always something to be learned from your peers. So um, I would say that's definitely where I go to number one. I also have a local mastermind that I go to. I'm going to head there tomorrow. Uh, Every five weeks we meet in person, which is really, really nice. So I would say to answer your question, um, People who have my back and are supporting me are my number one resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say like in a world where we're in, there's so much information out there, you can so easily fall into the trap of consuming way too much content and becoming paralyzed by that. So I try to make sure that I'm not doing that all the time, despite the fact that I have a podcast and I'm constantly producing content. Um, I'm not always listening to content because I would rather be taking a lot of action. So I definitely rely on my um, mastermind groups to to help me. I'm the same. I mean, I do have a couple podcasts that I don't want to miss, but they're, most of them are not business related. Like I, I'm a true crime junkie. So that's like what I listen to a lot of. Um, so it's like, it's a nice escape. It's not like I'm learning more like information about entrepreneurship and stuffing my brain with that. It's like, I'm learning about like these crime cases, which is like a different compartment of my brain. So it's like not that big. Yeah. And that's so cool that you're able to just like step aside. I, I think everybody needs a release that gets them out of thinking. For me, I go to the gym and that's an entire hour of my day where I'm in so much pain that I cannot even think about anything else, which is great. And then also I'll just like binge a Netflix show to just totally remove myself from work, 
because unlike people who have traditional jobs who can leave their work at the office, I live in my office. Like this is my apartment and I can't, you know, like you can't leave. So you need different areas to just escape from things and different networks of people to go to for support. And those are often as powerful and important in business as like a podcast or anything Totally, else. totally, yeah. And I agree with like not consuming too much content thing because I think that can be really paralyzing for people and then they just never start. Like, I don't know how many times I've seen people in Facebook groups like, um, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't even know where to begin. I've been listening to all these podcasts and all these blogs. I'm like, okay, that's your problem. <laughs> Too much yeah, content. Don't be overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Self-control. <laughs> it's hard, but yeah, if you just continue listening to different people's input and stuff, everyone's going to have a different opinion and you're just going to get stuck somewhere. So not, not good to overconsume. but yeah. So let us know where we can find you. So your website, your podcast, um, all that good stuff. Okay, cool. So you guys can find me on Instagram. I like to hang out there. My handle is at Eden Freed. Freed is spelled like fried, F-R-I-E-D. You can also hang out with me on my website, EdenFreed.com. If you want to check out my podcast, you can search Rebel Boss Ladies um, pretty much on any app, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, the whole nine yards. Um, also, if you guys want to learn more about tripwires, I'm going to create a link for you guys. Um, it, It'll be edenfree.com forward slash savvy social. Um, and that will take you to a page where you can just take a look at um, a checklist that has everything that you need to set up your tripwire offer totally for free. Awesome. Yeah. I think that'll be a great resource. So you guys can just go check that out, but thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed chatting with you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com slash episode dash 109. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Media Babes Community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and more. See you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.